Well, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. In this episode, I'm continuing from the Combine uh, recaps and, and predictions, and uh, joining me for this session is uh, Vince Marchbanks. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you hopping on, and, you know, it's trying to get multiple perspectives. Uh, I know Dylan, he approached me um, with an idea of doing predictions, uh, I think about a month and a half ago, when I was slowly starting to dip my feet back into the Dodgeball community. And um, I feel like we'll find out when it's dropped tomorrow. Um, I'm gonna drop it on Thursday, the on the on the twelfth. But uh, I think having you on will, will help kind of round it out a little bit more. But um, I guess first and foremost, so you were there for for Sunday for cloth, correct? Yeah, I got in um, late Saturday. I was only trying out for uh, for cloth this time around. Um, leaving foam ball for the young guys, and uh, I'm gonna you know try my hand at a at cloth. Now I've I've obviously seen your some some of your TikToks and and reels from Instagram. Uh, it looks like you've been playing foam or excuse me, cloth for for a while now, right? Is that true? Yeah, um, World Dodgeball Society like uh, Costanza and and Payan have, have they've been running cloth open gyms that are our, our dodgeball click um, like every every week. So we've been um, we've been going hard. Nice. Did they give you like a like an edge over some of the players that showed up to the combine on Sunday? Absolutely. Right. I think that it also helped in the in the cloth um, division tournament that we had in uh, in Vegas. There's a lot of teams who, I mean, solid players that had never really picked up a cloth ball. So when you first play with a cloth ball, it's kind of like picking up a like a bar of soap. It's super slippery. It's hard to grip, hard to throw, hard to catch. So um, I'd already had a lot of experience, a lot of time to get familiar with the with the with the cloth ball. So um, it definitely helped out. Nice. So you're you're ready, well, at least more than most people. Yeah, I remember watching this. Uh, I think it was yours. It was a like a clip of of Glenn, like he was cocking back to like unload on somebody, and the ball just like slipped right out of his hands, and he just looked so yeah, lost. Yeah, that, that was that's <laughs> what happens the first time people pick up a, a cloth ball. It's kind of you don't know how to how to grip it. You can't just like hold it like you would a, a foam ball. Just grab it from any position. You have to you have to figure out what feels good in your hand with a cloth ball. Um, what I learned helped was like putting my thumb on the, on the nipple and putting my, um, my fingers on the logo. And then, um, this weekend I learned that, you know, putting your entire hand over the logo and gripping the, the seam of the cloth that helps too. So you got to figure out what, how the, how the cloth ball fits in your hand. That way it's not slipping all over the place. Like, uh, what happened to, to Glenn in that video. Right. Yeah, I think. Uh, did you ever play Vavi in uh, San Diego? Um, back in the day, right in that tiny gym where it was always bouncing off the back wall. Yep. I remember that was that was actually a really fun form of dodgeball because we were playing on a, a very small court and it had a a wall behind each team. So every time we threw a ball, you had to run and go and shag it from the opposite side of the court. I think we played like three balls total. And you had to throw, I think, two of them. So you couldn't just sit there and hold the corner and punt fake people. You had to release the majority of the balls, which made it um, possible for the team that you're throwing at. Whoever was not being thrown at had to run across the court, like in a in a rainbow form, like a parabola, and go and shag those balls off the wall before they went back to the opposing team. So that was that form of dodgeball had a lot of running in it, and I remember that that was very unique. And um, I enjoyed playing playing in that league and in, in, the, in their tournaments. Yeah, that man, that 
the parabola analogy that actually just uh, it just reminded me of this tournament we played in. It was a San Diego Classic, I think, the first one in 20, 2011. And I remember the San Diego guys talking about that, like you have to just make this line, like wide arc to proactively stop the balls from running back. And dang, that that, that brought back some some memories and some faces. Um, but did, did they yeah. they use the cloth ball, right? Or did yeah, those were the cloth balls. I think they were the bigger ones. Okay, so the ones that you used this past weekend are a little bit smaller then, or? Yeah, they're uh, seven inch. Seven inch. I think the ones before are probably like seven and a half or, or eight, something like that. Like they're even harder to, to hold. Like I remember the, my, I think my first experience with them was uh, playing like sky high. And um, they were the big yellow ones with the, with the red um, bullseye on them. Mm. And we would, we would tape our fingers, but then reverse the tape. So the sticky side was out on, a, um, on the tape. And that was how we would hold them. And um, it was interesting because our fingers would stick together in the middle of the game. You had to like, you know, prime apart, but that's what we had to do in order to hold those balls. And then I also, I played in um, Extreme Dodgeball Hamilton back in the day and we, everyone played with the uh, gloves. They had their own league gloves there. And it was just standard for everyone to play with, um, you know, cloth gloves to hold the ball. Do you think something like that would be allowed now? Gloves, no. Just absolutely not. I don't think so. I mean, dodgeball is so anti-glove. Right. It's it's just like, oh, what, are you, what are you doing? Take that off. Yeah. I mean, um, <clears throat> I've even I've even seen like you know it's it's becoming uh, anti-tape. Like I think for um, cloth in in worlds, you're not allowed to to tape your fingers. Maybe if like if you have an injury and some buddy tape, that might be okay. But I don't think you're allowed to tape your fingers when you're playing cloth. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't think it helps. Like honestly, like the the fabric from the tape um, on the cloth ball makes it more slippery. Like you need, like uh, you know, the the friction that your finger creates uh, on the on that cloth. It might be minimal, but it's something. And in, in, in tape makes it worse, in my opinion. I could see that just having gripped something similar. Um, it's funny you mentioned the the yellow ball with the red bullseye. That was, uh, I think, International Dodgeball Federation, like 2004 era stuff. But uh, that's a that's a whole nother kind of worms there but um so with the, with these though i mean is, are you cupping it more or are you actually able to get like a good grip and and you know still have a lot of power and control over your throw um i'm definitely not cupping some people might i know like um like i've I saw that not necessarily like uh with most of the men some of the women like they they cup it but the size of the ball um i'm able to grip it i think most people are it's just pump faking is is more difficult and, and blocking is more difficult, but the size of the ball allows you to to hold it uh, comfortably and get um get some speed behind the throws. Gotcha. Do you have a is it similar similar like trajectories? Like are people throwing a lot of curveballs and like breaking balls and sliders like they would with foam and no sting, or is are these like pretty much straight shots, or does it just vary on the on the player? I think that cloth is um, more comparable to eight point five. Hmm. Um, there's not many like you might. Tr- you can try and put a like a spin on it on your release. I saw catch and do it this weekend, but it takes a lot of momentum off the ball. So like if you have someone who's like a, likes to sit there and block and not really move their feet, you might be able to curve it into them. But for the most part, we're just throwing straight like like you would with the eight point five ball. It's it's um you know you got to have teamwork, you got to have timing, you got to go for for feet, for hips, elbows, and stuff like that. You just got to place it well, and and you can't really throw from the distance at which you would throw foam balls. Gotcha. 
Yeah, they don't they don't fly as far, nearly as far as a, a foam ball would. What's the what's the catching like? Easier, harder? I mean, it's a catcher's paradise, in my opinion. Really, I think it's 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 hard to get used to because like it, it is slippery, and um, but once you you get past a learning curve and you get comfortable with the cloth ball, I think it's the easiest ball to catch. It does bounce off your chest probably maybe a little bit faster than um a foam ball. I could be wrong, but like. Like I said before, it's 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 very similar to 8.5. The ball is not curving. It's not coming in from full court. You're trying to get as close as you can to the opponent, and um, like almost anything is is catchable. Like it's 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 harder to get speed behind it. It's harder than a foam ball to get speed behind it. Like trying to catch the hardest thrower in in foam is is, is very hard. But you can catch almost anybody in cloth if you. If you see it and you have time to react, you just got to put it in the right spot. And um, what I've been doing is like I let I let it hit me in the chest and then I chop it with my hands, and that's been working for me. Gotcha. It's like a standard eight point five catch too. Just just yeah. square up to it. Yeah. Nice. That'd be cool to, to see its progression. And I know it used to be like, oh man, can't believe there's another ball being introduced. But I mean, if the rest of the world's playing it, it's it's kind of cool that the U.S. is finally following suit and you're seeing people practice. I know here in, in Phoenix, um, they're doing a lot of Sunday practices, trying to get people ready for the combine. So, but, um, let's talk about the, the events. So what, what was, uh, what was it like? I mean, if you can kind of just walk me through, you know, when you guys showed up and, um, yeah, just kind of like recap what that was like, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, so this year the combine was in, uh, in Denver, Colorado, which was, um, I think my first time playing dodgeball out there. Um, it was originally in Texas, but <clears throat> there's a lot of political stuff going on there that we didn't want to um, bring dodgeball money there and uh, stimulate their economy. So we felt it, but um, USA Dodgeball felt it better to move the uh, the combine, which I was all for. I really didn't. Um, I had no plans on going back to Texas, so I was happy that it that it, it did move to to Denver. Um, uh, the altitude was was quite an adjustment. Um, like I, I found myself getting, you know, tired easier. Like I, I felt that I was I was kind of I was kind of faint at times. So the altitude was definitely something that you could you shouldn't take lightly. But um the the combine was at this um this volleyball facility. They had um two very large gyms. Um, we started in one, but then we split up the men's and women's. Um, and we, we started off like with, with, you know, Jake talking about what to expect, what he expected from us. The scouts were there. Um, Mark was there running the show. He had a lot of help from, um, from the scouts, you know, we also had, um, who was there? Uh, Brett Cobble was there helping out. Um, Brett Furlong was, uh, doing a lot with Mark to keep things running in the scouts, you know, um, the court was like a like a sports court, and um, sometimes like I don't know like I have I have mixed emotions about the sports court. Like if it's not clean, it's it's very slippery, and um, like I think there's a quite a, a couple people that got that got injured. I think Xander rolled his ankle. Kate Gong, um, I saw her limping around, 
So the sports court um, definitely claimed a couple ankles that weekend. But um, like I said, I got there on Sunday, which was the cloth day. Um, I dropped out of foam. Like I said before, I just wanted to focus on cloth. Um, and I started out with the, uh, we had a skills, um, not like a, a challenge, I guess you could call it, but like we, they had um, a bunch of targets on the wall. I want to say seven or eight of them. And um, we had, uh, I want to say five balls we had to throw and hit these targets and see how many we can get. And they would, um, they would keep score and, and see like, you know, keep track of how many of these targets you would hit within the time frame that, that they allotted. And um, so we had, they split into teams. Some people would go play, some people would do these, the skills challenges. There was the target practice. There was um, an agility one where you had to, you know, go through a, a ladder, run and grab a ball, hit a target, and then retreat backwards and go and touch a ball for the, the time to stop. Um, they also had one where you would see how fast you were on the rush to go and get the ball, just run straight to it and touch it. Um, one of the big differences between um, cloth and foam on the rush is that um, there are two balls on your side. So in your side is on the left, whereas in, in foam, I think you rush for the balls on the right. And then there, and for a cloth, there's also a ball in the middle. And when you're running for the ball in the middle, none of, no body part can cross that middle line. And if you do, you're automatically out. Mm. But if you're rushing for the balls on your left, I think one body part can cross the line. Whereas in foam, you can your entire body can go over the line, grab the ball, throw it back. And um, you'll you'll tell from my, my tone right now is like the rules for cloth are still very gray for us. We're still trying to understand the rules. It's 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 difficult. It's everything's different from what we've um, been playing for for so long. So it took it's it's taken a long time for us to figure out the rules and be comfortable with them. We're still not comfortable with them at all. And um, it was a little frustrating this weekend, but it is what it is. We'll get there and we'll be ready. Um, so we while we also had to do um, the uh, the radar gun to see how fast our throws were. And um, Joe was keeping everybody's score and then tabulating it for, I guess, their final score that to, to decide who who makes the team. And um, we would split up into into teams. And I think we played for 15 minutes. Um, the first part of the day is a bunch of like scrimmages against uh, different teams. We mix them up to see how you play with different people. You know, they want to see you know if you're playing with a certain person. Like, what role do you play? Are you guys talking? And then um, it was it was it was brutal. I mean, the altitude and the level of play was so high. I mean, you have the best players in one gym going at it, and it's it was a lot. So the first part of the day was, um, was a lot of dodgeball. We took lunch, and then we we split into teams, and then we played. I want to say thirty minute games, like three thirty minute games, and. Um, that was when you 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 saw like you know where's where where's your win like are you out of shape are you in shape and um it was like it was a, really a, a test to see you know how you perform in a tournament and how you play with um with different teams but yeah that's how that's how the um the combine went for me um and it was a lot of fun i got to to meet a lot of new people there was a lot of new faces a lot of new faces 
was there at the combine. People, it was like the first time there. Um, who stood out to me was uh, Joey Kramer. He's been, he's been playing in LA. He's been training with us um, every week and he, he played great. You know, he's been taking this very seriously. Nice. He's always posting videos and stuff of, of uh, you know, how he's training, how he's, he's, he's throwing balls against the wall. Um, there was one point where in which I was going out to eat dinner and um, at the hotel in Denver and I went past the gym and he was in there at like, you know, eight o'clock at night and he's on the treadmill, you know, so it was very clear that he was, he was taking this seriously. There was, um, I want to say three guys from this new team called Elevate. Um, Braden, I think, um, I want to say Brian and Dakota and uh, or maybe I don't know if maybe it wasn't Brian was 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 not from from Elevate but like these guys definitely showed out amazing players Braden uh Paulson and Dakota Paulson brothers yes yeah the, oh, crazy. the tall brothers look like uh sunshine that quarterback <laughs> that's why they throw too like they throw like quarterbacks it was it was amazing they've only been playing for like you know four to six months and they're already at the combines it's a, uh, it's crazy. That's cool. And then, uh, yeah. Brian Baker was the other one. You think you said it was Brian. Yeah. Brian Baker was, uh, was there. And, um, nice. William Beathard was, he was there. He was played amazingly. He's a cannon. Um, one of the fastest throwers that I, that I'd saw, um, like all weekend. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll go into, into, into players, but like, that's, that's how, that's how it went. It was, it was an amazing experience. How did that uh how did that compare to previous combines? I mean, because you had one, what, twenty nineteen? Was that the last one? Yeah, I believe so in Texas. Man. It's wild thinking about the last two years. Um how just like nothing happened, but how did it compare to this one? Um I mean it obviously sounds like it's very well put together product. I mean the only thing I can compare this to is the NDL pros. <laughs> Why would you do that? Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even a comparison. It's just a. Never mind. <laughs> just, Remember, just... like trying out for the NDL pros is like you just go on a court with the with the bib and and play. And you you but show like up and was, yeah, yeah, this was this was very organized. They had the teams um, listed out. They had a printout. They they made the teams on purpose like they put you with people on purpose to see how you would perform and they had all these different skills challenges so you can show them show people your skills you know outside of the game set how fast can you throw how fast can you run for the rush um like what what's your what's your what's your feet movement like on, on the ladder so you had all these different opportunities to show what you can do outside of you know just playing and you're also playing with you know, several different teams and it's, it was, it was very well organized. Like I, I got to tip my hat to, to Mark and, um, to Brett for, um, you know, what, what they did last weekend. Nice. Yeah. It's uh, I remember hearing about what was expected for this one <clears throat> and also for the one in 2019. And, and clearly it's a, it's a, it's a professional production. Like it's, everything is, has the intent and you can even tell who is actually training and conditioning and taking this seriously. So I guess, uh, you know, considering that you've been to Worlds before, do you feel like this is a good, like, indicator of who's going to be worthy playing on Team USA on a championship team, no less? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I wish I could tell you what happened in, in foam. I didn't really get a chance to to watch the video yet, but like looking at the list of who was invited, there's definitely some names that stand out. Um, and I've been, from what I can tell, what, I, what I've what seen in Los Angeles, like I know who's training, I know who's taking it seriously. Um, but there was also some people that like I haven't seen in, in a while who came out there and, and showed what they had and I was just super impressed. Nice. Um, yeah, but like, it's it's crazy to think of, of all the, the power we're missing this year from the last time Team USA was was together. Like we lost a lot of power, like Nate, Dylan, Isidro, um, Mikey, who else is gone? Eric Stone. Eric Stone, yeah. I think Drew's out too, I think. True. Yeah, it's it's. I'm curious, like, because we we talked about this with Dylan. It's just, um, yeah, it's it's kind of a bummer. We're not going to see familiar faces, but it's also kind of cool that we're going to see new faces. So it's uh, we're not going to see old faces, but um, it gives new people a chance. And you know, these these names that I've I've heard of, like I think I remember Rebecca talking about this Dakota individual, and he did say, or Dylan mentioned somebody throwing harder than catch them in the foam. Like it's just, it's exciting. It's, it's good to see that there's fresh talent still going and even hearing about Joey, um, Kramer and, and what he's trying to do to, to get better. It's, it's cool. I, I mean, it's, it's bittersweet, I guess is the better way to put it for me. Um, did you have other shout outs? Like other people that kind of stood out for you? Like, and I think you mentioned you might be able to have some kind of not, not prediction, but just, um, like insight into foam or do you want to stay with mostly cloth well like i have i have a, a prediction of who i think will make cloth but there's a lot of people who try to for both for both ball styles you know and i think they gave us the option of like their preferred ball i'm not sure how they'll decide i think i think they're going to honor what your preferred ball style is but there's some people that like I'm, I'm greedy with. I think they should definitely come play cloth with. If I'm, if I'm picked, I'd want them to play with me. Right. Um, but like for fun, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a young team. I don't. I would love. I'm, I guess I'm gonna have to wait to see what Dylan said. But in my eyes, I think it's going to be a young team. You know, like with uh, with Hashi and and um and Xander, and I think that um I think that Lou is is the, the 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 only pick for for captain he's he's been committed to team usa as as the coach last time he's an amazing player um and uh i just think around him there's going to be a, a lot of a lot of young guys you know um and and then andrew as well like those two old guys for lack of a better word oh, the young cats, you know? <laughs> i think that um that cam cam uh from Arizona, I think he's going to be an amazing uh, addition to to foam. He did try out for both, but I, I'm I'm pretty sure he's um, leaning towards foam because that's what he plays all the time, and that's what like he destroys people in, in foam. He's an amazing player. He came he came out of nowhere. Like a lot of these Arizona people, I feel they came out of like just nowhere. Like like they weren't on the radar, and then they just crushed my team and then you got to take notice of like these guys that are playing for real um also like a, another old person i think might will still play a phone as a, as cody stidham 
Um, oh, and then uh, Kind, he was, I think he was at a wedding. No, no, he just had a baby. Yeah, he had a, he had a kid. Yeah, he wasn't there, but I think he um, is a shoe-in for, not a shoe-in, but I think he deserves to play on, on Team USA with, uh, with Hashi. And then um, Matt Levine, I think, um, will, will make the team for her, her phone. And um, I think that's all I'm comfortable saying are, are, are like shoe-ins for her phone, for lack of a better word. Yeah, I think you definitely have a good point. And it kind of echoes what Dylan said. Um, when you look at foam, you're, you're the team to beat, unless something's changed in the last two years, is Malaysia. So you, you need to be fast and and accurate. And those two things are probably going to go a long way. And also just have the the endurance and um, those those names. You know, looking at based on memory from last year or two years ago, I feel like that's that's a good lead in. And then I'm curious how you know the other. The rest of the roster will, will play out. Right. And I think that um the holes that are that are made from like a lot of the, the power that we that we lost, I think that the holes we filled pretty um pretty well with like people like uh Demonte, um amazing talent. He he he's super calm, cool, but he's quick, he can throw, he can catch. Um I saw him working on the the pitch back, which Dylan and I were um, I guess the masters at that for USA so that's a big spot that needs to be filled. And I think that DeMonte will fill up quite well. Um, I think that Allen who, um, didn't show up to, uh, the combine cause he had, I think the wedding, but he, he played very well at, uh, at the thing, that tournament that, that Lou hosted. Um, he's come a very long way and I think that he's ready to, to, to play for team USA. He's a super solid player. He can throw with the best of them, catch with the best of them. He's super hard to hit. He's smart, and he has a lot of passion. Like one of the most passionate players I've ever, I've ever played with. He's one with the where's the hat, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I know who he is. <clears throat> yeah, that's a man. That, that's a good addition right there. If they pick him, and then um, I think that uh, Quan. He's super talented, um, and I think he he might be a good addition to it for fun. Young dude, hard to hit. Um, played on uh, what was that team called? Kill the comp. Oh man, I'm just going off the list of people who who played um who played both sides, who played cloth and foam. Like there's a lot of people who tried out for foam, just foam, and played excellent. I just didn't see it. So I'm sure you and Dylan already covered that, but on the list of cloth players, like there's certain people that I I kind of didn't include in my predictions for for cloth because I figured that they would be a better addition to um to farm. Gotcha. Yeah, and it's all it's all speculation. So I mean, we'll do you did they say when they announce it or are they gonna keep us in suspense for a little bit? Do you know by chance? I'm not sure. I'm probably like gonna be like a, a couple of weeks from now. Yeah, Hopefully it's not that long, but I would not be shocked if it was like a couple of weeks from now. You gotta, you gotta like decide who it is. It's it's not an easy task. A lot of people get very emotional. Um, you gotta watch footage. You gotta take these scores. You gotta take into consideration who plays well together, um, and then they have to make the make the announcement too. I'm sure not going to like, you know, copy and paste the names. You gotta, 
make it look nice and neat. I don't know if they're going to do a video. I know they have pictures and stuff like that. So I know there's a lot that goes into the announcement. So I would not be shocked if it was a couple weeks from now. Gotcha. Well, I definitely need to review some of the picks and, um, it's definitely not, uh, I, I don't envy the decision makers for this, for something like this. It's, uh, got a lot of responsibility. Like you said, you got some potential feelings, but more importantly, you, you know, you're responsible for putting the team together. That's going to keep the championship. And, you know, I'm assuming we're going to look at maybe Canada and Malaysia, maybe Australia, but, uh, you know, you got to stop them. So a lot of, yeah. uh, a lot of responsibility on their shoulders. Um, and it's, and it's, and it's, it's a weird situation too, because like dodgeball is it's, we're pretty much a very social group. So it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's your friends. You're not, it's not like some organization comes in, decides who's the best and then they leave. This is, these are people that you, you see every time you go to dodgeball. So yeah, it's, there's a lot of, of feelings that, that get hurt. Not everyone takes it the best way. There's been a history of people who, um, you know, reacted the entirely wrong way. And um, a lot of feelings were hurt, you know? It's, it's, it's a job that I don't think I'd want to do. Yeah, no, it's, um, that's the thing is like, hopefully, I'm sure there's gonna be a couple of exceptions, but hopefully players understand it's, it's not personal right now. It's just, they're looking at this through a more objective person, um, perspective or point of view and um, just kind of, take it easy on the, the guys that are organizing this because no one's getting paid for this stuff. This is all voluntary. And, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, just at the end of the day, it's like, just take it easy on them. Um, yeah, like all these scouts, you know, they have to, they're going to tournaments just to watch. They're, they're spending their money and time to go and just to watch part that they love to play, you know? Yep. It's, um, it's a, it's a very big commitment and, um, it shouldn't be taken lightly. Definitely. Yeah, I was a little hesitant to to do a speculation one. Um, by no means, but like I don't like to stir the pot, but I do like to get the conversation going. And I feel like there's a, a fine line that sometimes this podcast can maybe teeter over. Some people like it. Um, me personally, I, I try not to contribute in the negative as, um, aspect for the community. But um, yeah. you know, I'm hoping people take these episodes and any future ones with a, you know, with a grain of salt and just get the conversation about dodgeball going. But uh, at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, no one's, no one's making money. Everyone's doing this because they are passionate. That's the biggest fuel. And there's no better way to detract from that or, or rob that than, you know, just getting on people's cases because you didn't get your way. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully we're coming better for that. But uh, I guess we'll see in time. Yeah, I'm, I, I feel you. You could uh, let's keep it positive. Then I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go down a list of of, uh, of cloth and just give you, you know, my opinion on what I saw from the different players. Yeah, sounds good. So, um, like I already said, um, there's certain people that I that signed up for cloth that I am counting out because I think that they'd be a better addition to foam. Like Alan Xander and uh, and Ketchum, I talked to um, I tried to talk to Mark, and I'm like, you know, are there rules against people playing both ball styles? And he said there's not, but he's 99% sure that they will not allow people to play both styles. So, I mean, I think that like someone like like Ketchum, I think to have him on both teams would only make us stronger 
you know hmm. i understand that like you want to keep it separate you want to keep foam over here cloth over here that way because it's two different styles of play it's it's two different teams um but i feel like someone like him might be the exception to the rule because like the at the end of the day the objective is to get gold and if you subtract you know a catch them from from one team that the chances go down if that makes sense but, yeah um, it's just a it's just a fact like it's it is a fact yep. like, it's he's the exception to the rule there's a, a couple of other people that i mean might consider but like it, it's it's catching so um alex alvarez um he's been playing amazing he's been um been working out with brenda and he's like he's transformed like a butterfly yeah, he like very <laughs> a beautiful specimen like <laughs> and he's been putting in work like um i think he would be an amazing addition to, to either team um his, his throw is great his catches is, is one of the best and um he's super aggressive like he can hold the middle and, and as soon as he sees the opening, he's going to go and he's going to take it. He's going to take it, you know, he's going to make the right decision. Um, I think that he would be better suited for, for cloth, his style of play, because um, like you said, uh, phone players are throwing heat, Malaysia, they're very hard to hit. And if you're, if you're slow, if you miss a step, they're going to get you out. Yep. So you gotta be like, like a Hashi style player. And um, I don't think that Alex is um, that style of player. I'm not taking anything away from him. I just think that he'd be better suited for for cloth. And then um, the same thing for Billy. Billy, um, he tried out for both. I hope he put his uh, preferred style as um, as cloth, because like I said before, cloth is very similar to 8.5, and it'd be very hard to find someone better that at 8.5 than than billy his, his his throw with any ball is um is top tier his catch with any ball is top tier but when it comes to dodging he's way better suited for for uh for um cloth yeah i agree just trying to picture him going up against three malaysian players uh I don't think it's Billy, but that, that's a lot of target, and he, he is might, fast. He'll, he'll definitely. There's a, there's a very good chance he'll get one of those catches. Yep. But they're gonna hit him, and like catching percentage in 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 um in, in foam is much lower than cloth, you know. And I and I feel that after playing with uh with players like Sean and and and, and TG people who do stats, like it's it's very, like you can't argue that the team that dodges better wins if you are elusive and it's hard to hit you that gives you more opportunities to throw the ball and and get the other team out it's like it's kind of like you know in the nba the team that has the most turnovers they're not going to win if you have three turnovers and this other team is not turning the ball over at all they're giving them more opportunities to get you out to win you know yep. and um billy's a big target i love the guy but he's just a really big target he he's like there's a very good chance he's going to catch one of those balls but you need to be elusive. You need to be hard to hit. And um, I think he'd be a much better asset to the to the cloth team. I think he would be one of the best players in the world 
at cloth, especially if he has, you know, an opportunity to get back into like the shape he was before, like the, 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 um, the quarantine, the whole, you know, pandemic has been hard on, uh, it's been hard on me. Like I gained a bunch of weight, but I think that, you know, if I'm given the call to go to team USA, like I'm going to do whatever I can to be in the best shape, you know? So, yeah. Don't think you get that, that motivation and drive and that hunger. Yeah. So I am hoping that, um, Billy is one of the people who's picked for the, the cloth team. Um, Braden Paulson. And, um, I guess, is that his brother? Um, I want to assume so just cause the, I think it is Braden Dakota. Yeah. Those guys are amazing. Like for for rookies to to come to the combine and, and perform so well, it's, it's like it's, it's it's amazing. Um, I don't know if they're ready for um, Team USA, but I think that them just starting dodgeball and and being recognized and being seen on such large stages is um is a great accomplishment for them for them. You know, and I think they should be they should be very proud. Yeah, with somebody like those two so young and so early in their careers, it's, it's probably just a matter of time. Like maybe yeah. if not this year, then within the next, next sure. two or three yeah. for sure. Yep. And I think it's the same with the, I think Brian Baker's also on elevate and he was the one who was throwing gas, dude. Hmm. He was throwing absolute gas. And, um, like one of the best throws I've seen. And, um, he just played, he played out of his mind. Um, and then there was a uh, Brandon Kelly. I think this was one of the first times I actually got to to play with him. I've always played a, a cross from him on Anarchy and, and stuff like that. But um, he similar to um, to Alex Alvarez. He's like he's in amazing shape. Like I don't know what steroids the guy's been doing, but he's in amazing shape and um, he's a, a solid player. Like there's no there's no weakness I feel in his game. There was a one of the things I remember is like, you know, I was playing a corner and he was playing the opposite corner and he was, he always was, um, he was always communicating with me, hmm. you know, like when, when you're on defense and you're deciding, you know, should I snipe? Should the other corner snipe? Should we attack? Should we punt fake? And, um, you're going to make the call. I'll look over to him and he was already staring at me with his eyes open. Like, what do I do? Talk to me. Let's make a plan. and Let's go. I'm like, hold the ball. I said, all right. And he'd hold the ball. Let's 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 go counterattack after they throw. He's like, all right, let's go do it. And he was just like an amazing teammate. It was kind of like um, he reminds me of Jim from Ryan's. Hmm. Like he's a solid player. He'll do whatever it takes for his team to win. Um, he keeps his cool, and um, he's a great role player. I think he would be a solid addition to the um, to the clock team. And um, Brendan Tickner. He's been, um, I've seen him progressing through the years in LA, in foam, and in, uh, in, in cloth. He's been super committed to being the best player he can be. And I think that he has impressed everybody that he's played this year because he's been playing in almost every round. Um, I, I can't sing his praises enough. Um, I've been lucky enough to, to play with him in LA and, and, and help him out whenever I, I see um, places where he needs help and he's, he listens and he fixes it and he's just, he's, he's amazing. Like, and, um, 
I hope he gets the opportunity to, to represent USA. Like, honestly, I think he deserves it. Nice. Yeah, it's, it was cool seeing him playing 8.5 and, and just like in, in Premier and I don't know what his um, competitive background was up until then, but he's he's getting after it. So I was like, oh, cool. Brendan's like playing 8.5 and no sting and he's out here. So definitely shows he's he's hungry to to get out there yeah. and he's getting he's getting noticed. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's very cool. And um, yeah, like I said, I hope he gets the opportunity to represent. And then um, Brett Badkey, not Badkey, ew, oh my God. I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's a... Whoops. <laughs> need to reverse that. Can we erase that? Do you need me to edit it out for you or do you want to keep that? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, leave it. Um, sorry. <laughs> Brett Baxter. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my if, God. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you, yeah. Oh, my God. That's a terrible slip up. And I knew I was going to do it, too. That's why I wrote his name out, but I still said Baxter. Brett Baxter. My God. Um, Brett Baxter is he's been on the highest stage of every form of dodgeball like he he's he's the guy like nothing like i would not worry about him being on either team like he's gonna do what you need he's a winner he's all he's always on teams that's that's winning um, <clears throat> he played amazing in in uh in cloth He's uh, super aggressive. He's smart. If you stand in front of him and you don't pay attention to him, you're already out because he already threw that ball at you. He can throw with the best of them, catch with the best of them. He has dodgeball knowledge, and he is aggressive. So, I think that he would. I think he's going to be. Um, I think he's going to be on the on the clock team. He's going to be a super great addition. He's going to shine. He's going to um, make his uh, his sons proud. Yeah, I can see that. He definitely. He also brings just a level of, uh, of intelligence and that we kind of got into that with, with Dylan, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd be shocked if he didn't make one of the, one of the two rosters. Yeah. And like I said, like I'm, I'm greedy towards, uh, towards cloth. So I think he would be a better asset to, uh, to cloth. It's, it's like, like, I, like I keep saying, like, it's, it's so similar. I feel to 8.5, the play style is in, that's that's where we've battled for like the past 10 years in elite you know it's the 8.5 um on play style so um talked about ryan baker and how he was man his throw was like it was up there and then i talked about cam um super solid young player i think would be a great addition to the throne team and then this brings me to uh to casey moses he's one of the og players um he knows the game. Uh, his, his throw is, is smart. I think he's one of the best catchers in the history of, of dodgeball. Um, his dodging is, I think his his dodging is slept on. Like he doesn't get the respect that that, that I feel like he deserves. He, he makes he's kind of like I don't know how to put this like a like an OG ninja who like moves just enough for you to miss. Yeah. He and just, then, but he, he keeps his chest forward the entire time. Like he moves just enough for you to miss, but he's always in the position to catch. Like he's very, I don't know. It's just he's, he's just always ready, like a, like a like a cobra almost. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I was I was gonna agree. He um he has the same effing dodge, but still, you can't hit him for some reason because like yeah. you said, it's very efficient. Very just like I just have to move two inches to the right, and my whole body's yeah. not gonna move. Not. I'm gonna flail. It's very controlled, and it's uh, it, it's been working for 
over a decade now. Yeah, forever. Yep. It, it reminds me of this one scene from uh, from Kung Fu Hustle when the main character is fighting all the um the the gang or whatever, and they all just come and attack him at one at once, and he just like he moves a little bit to dodge a punch, he moves his shoulder, and the guy goes flying, and it's just like very minimal movement. It all it's like not a lot of energy exerted, but like he's winning. Yep. <laughs> and it's, it's 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 frustrating because he's just so calm. He's not gonna yell. He's not going to get super emotional. He's just going to he's going to do him, and he's going to be successful. So I think he would be a tremendous um, addition to the to the cloth team, and um, I would be shocked if he didn't get the the call up. I can see that. Yeah, and then um, Cliff Ferry. Cliff, I've been playing with in LA for a very long time. I'm very fond of this guy, on the court, off the court, um, but he did not come to the combine. He said he had um, personal issues, hmm. uh, which I'm sad about because I wanted to play with him. I wanted to play cloth with him. I knew, I know he would be an amazing asset to the team. He would definitely shine, but whatever decision he makes, like I support that hundred percent. I know it's the right decision. Um, but the greedy events is like, I really wish you had the opportunity to, um, to play for team USA and just, and just show what, is possible with the in in cloth, you know. So miss that guy. Cody Stidham, I think, is um a solid player. He'd be a good to either team, but I think that he would be leaning towards um so I kind of counted him out for this um whole cloth discussion. David Green, he's um been playing in LA for um for a while now. He's just super solid, man. He's He's one of the most aggressive players that I've ever come across. Like, you know, a lot of people like to sit in the back against the back wall. He's the opposite. He likes to sit in your face. He's he's impossible to hit. And if you catch him with no ball, like, he comes out with the craziest catches I've ever seen. Like, he'll slide back and catch it with his butt cheeks. Like, it's just <laughs> it's crazy the stuff that this guy, um, he does on the regular. And um, he's been working super hard to... Um, to be the best player you can be. And um, I think he, I think he would, um, I think he'd be great. I'm great the, to the, the clock team. Um, yeah, I think he, I think he deserves it. Um, <clears throat> DeMonte talked about, I think either team, if he's picked for either team, I think he'll shine, but I think he's, um, he would be a better asset to the foam. Hard to hit, he's a young guy and he's just, one of those super solid young players that um, I think would give Malaysia a their money. I agree. I would, I would love and to then, see that. I'd love to see yeah. him just get a chance to cut loose. Yeah. And then um, I'm going to go a little quicker because it's a long list. Um, Eric Jones, OG player, um, just solid all around, just super solid. And I think um, I think he tried out for Boas, but I think he would be a better addition to the, um, to the cloth team. His catching is second to none. And, and catching is, is, is going to be so big in, in cloth. I think he'll be able to swing a lot of games. Like he swung the uh, that one um, championship game for uh, for Task Force against uh, who was that? But I watched this clip the the other day, and I think um, he had three catches in, in game seven and no block to win the championship for this um, for this game. It was like that stuff that Eric Jones does in the regular. He's an amazing player, and I think that um, 
I think you should play Crowther. I think you should play every team USA yeah. on the clock team. And then there's there's Glenn. Glenn, I don't know. I'm not saying I don't know if he's good enough. I'm saying I don't know what squad he he'd be better a better fit for. I think he deserves a spot on either one. Um, I could see him doing great things in in um in foam. I think now that um so, like a lot of the the other OG players are gone, I think he'll have a a bigger opportunity, a bigger lane for him to do his thing and to shine. But at the same time, I think he would also be an amazing player at cloth. Um, he got past that that slippery ball phase of his. Those are sub now. He's catching in solid, and I think that um he'd, he'd be a beast at, at either style. But I just hope he picked cloth because, like I said, I'm greedy. I feel like Glenn is going to make that mistake once, and that's it. With that ball flying out, <laughs> like that's probably the only time we got to see that. And uh, knowing him, yeah. speculating, he, he probably I doubt that'll happen again. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's far past that now. Yeah. And then Quan, um, he's a player that I um, he shocks me. Uh, I he's always been on my radar because like we played him in. Um, in the UDC and his team, because the comp always got really far, but he's he's showing that he's um, he can play on the court, he can play with foam, he can play with no sting, and he showed this weekend to me that he can play with clock. He's super solid. He's he's quiet, which I told him I'm like you know, you have the ability and the skill to um, to have to have some swag out there, you know, it, just like you you. You can um, like like what he did in UDC. Like their team was like they're just like full of energy, and I think that once he gets that energy, be able to control the game and and do a lot more. He's he's still kind of young to um to the dodgeball that we play on the courts, but I think with some experience and um, with some more wins, I think he'll get the swagger that will make him an elite player. Um, but I, like I said, I still think. He's he's young, he's quick, so I think he'd be a better addition to the um to the foam team. Um Bizzle is one of my favorite players and it's one of my favorite people in the whole world. Um he played I heard he played amazing on day one for foam. Then towards the end he injured his back, so he did he didn't play on Sunday for cloth. But everyone knows what he's capable of. They've seen him play. And um, he can go. He can go for either team. Like he's one of those people who's very versatile, and he could he could be an asset for 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 foam or for cloth. So I'd be interested to see you know what um, what the scouts decide to do with him. Like I'm not sure. I, I know that he'll be he'll be an asset for either team. I just don't know where he'll end up. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up on the on the foam team. And then uh, Joey Kramer, already talked about that guy. I've been talking about him a lot because he he showed up, he shined, he did his thing. Um, hopefully it's enough to, to show that he is one of the best um, cloth players in the country. Um, I'd, be just, I'd be super happy for him if he got the opportunity to wear the, the USA jersey and, and go out there and represent the best in the country. Um, he's putting the work. His, his attitude is infectious. He makes you feel good. He's 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 always happy to be there, and, he, and he's smiling, and that makes me happy. Like there's certain there's a few people who have that effective effect uh, infectious energy, 
like he and uh, Alex Alvarez, they're just happy people and, and they make you they make you happy. And I think that he would he would bring that to the to the, the claw team and like his author was his worth ethic is um infectious as well. Like if I'm on the team with him, I'm gonna wanna keep up with him, I'm gonna wanna work out like he's working out. So I think he would be great on the um, US claw team. Definitely. Um, Josh Kaddish, also an old school LA t- um, LA uh, dodgeball player. Um, if you don't know Josh, uh, I don't know what to tell you because like he's when it comes to, to to cloth, he he can do it all. Like his throw, his release is is super quick. Like you don't you, you don't see him throwing until he already popped you in the chest. Like his throw is that quick, and um, his catching is um, elite um he's super aggressive like if you if you throw a ball but don't pay attention he's just gonna come up there and he's gonna hit you in the chest super hard he's super aggressive he's an amazing player and would be like i've said before like he would be an amazing asset to the, the u.s cloth team and um i think that he has a very good shot at making the team and um, you know representing it's actually really good seeing his his name come up because I, I wasn't sure if he was still playing i know that you know, gridlock disbanded a couple of years ago and yeah. just curious if uh, some of those guys still play. So seeing him up there was, it's kind of, it's really cool. And it shows that he's, he's still, still active and still, still dangerous. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's getting better. You know, he's, he's, he's always out there when we have open gyms and he's, he, his game has not um, deteriorated at all. He's, he's getting better. He's getting better with time. Fine. Like one. Nice. Justin Payan. Um, Justin Payan is Justin Payan. Like, you don't even have to talk about the guy. Like, you know what he can do. He's he's a monster. Um, he shot off for both teams. I think he's way better suited for for cloth. Like, way better suited. His game style is what the U.S. cloth needs. Um, Payan, um, he is one of the people that um, didn't make the team before, and his feelings got hurt. And um, he had to come back and, and prove that not only was he worthy of, of being on Team USA, but like that he wants to he wants to make the sport better. You know, he's he's always going um, the extra step to to help you know bring open gyms to to bring balls to ref to to pick up tape to teach young players um, the ways of, of, of the sport. He's um, he's matured um, in, in, in front of my eyes. Like he's a, a different person, I feel like. Before he was like a super hothead, he might get in fights, he might slap somebody. But, um, <laughs> might? <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's he's what the sport needs now. Like he's, he's, he's matured, like he's a different person. And um, That's I think awesome. he, I think I think he's going to be a, an incredible asset to the, the cloth team. Um, Chris De Jesus, Clutch Chris. Um, this guy burst on the scene uh, a few years ago, and um, the catching machine, dude. Like he, he's always posting videos of his, his double catching and his catches where he catches it in midair and flies back on his back, and he's screaming, he's yelling, he has the passion that like I think that someone like Quan could um could use like this guy he reminds me of of like a younger me like 
He can throw. He can catch. He's he's a leader. That's what uh, is is so rare in dodgeball amongst the the great players. Like a lot of them, they want to do their thing. They want to shine. They want to crush people. They want to be the guy. Chris is okay being the leader. His team style that of of like of like uh, of clutch mode is like we play together. When we played when Heat played against them in um in nationals, I don't know, three or four years ago, like they took us to game seven. Like they gave us the biggest competition of that, that tournament. Um, I don't know if we slept on on them or what, but like he he leads his team. He's a leader. He's amazing player and um he, which I'm surprised was only selected to um try out for for cloth and not foam i know he's good enough to to have been selected for a phone but he wasn't which um is okay with me because greedy events wants him to play cloth yeah. and um i think he has in a i think he has an amazing opportunity i think he should be selected to uh to play cloth and i i think he's gonna shine dude like there's gonna be there's gonna be uh, um plays in in canada where he's getting amazing catches and and hitting people and he's hooting and hollering and getting super excited. Like I, I can already see it. I hope he can too, because he's getting amazing talent. Have you, have you seen Chris recently? I I saw him. Well, yeah, Sunday. obviously I saw him Sunday <laughs> or you saw him Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want, want to make a quick comment with Chris, um, Alex and, um, and Brendan Kelly, like, you know, you, you talked about like how COVID and the shutdown got to some people yeah there's a few of them that they just said no nah, not not me and chris is like just he shredded down a lot when i last saw him like i, I almost did a double take i didn't recognize him at first not saying that he's you know really heavy but i just think i remember him being a little bit bigger and so um that was really cool seeing him on anarchy and then if i might about chris i remember one time we were doing a hypothetical uh tournament and um one of the panelists just kind of we kind of glossed over Chris um, and basically said they didn't really see leadership with him. And, um, you know, that, that definitely was not the intent. Um, but I want to say like, he, he took that like a champ, like he, he voiced his concern and part of what, you know, I've always like wanted to, to try to mitigate is, you know, having the, the bias of your region. And so I invited him on and he became like a, of a panelist for us um and for the podcast and really just contributed and brought a lot to it and um i thought that was awesome because it's, it's one thing to you know when something like the like the tribune or any content piece comes out and something is just not represented correctly or somebody perceives it incorrectly it's one thing to to complain and, and make a ruckus but to actually be part of the solution like i've got mad respect for chris for that plus he's just awesome to talk to um i think we talked offline for like 45 minutes after I interviewed him so solid guy yeah definitely yeah like i said i think he'd be an amazing asset to the u.s clock team and um, i would not be surprised if he sees anyone on that list not at all for sure uh marshall winterbotham hopefully i didn't butcher that too bad um he is one of the new people um, on the combine scene and like joey he showed out like he was playing out of his mind hmm. um, there's not too many lefties out there i'm not too many um short lefties like him that can throw who can catch like his catch is 
I think it's, I want to say it's, it's elite, especially in, um, in cloth, like he can catch, like, I, I don't, I don't throw at him because I don't, I know that he will 90% chance he's going to, he's going to gobble it up. Um, he, when it comes, like his ability throwing and catching is definitely, it's up there. Um, he's, he's still learning the game. So like when it comes to dodgeball knowledge, he still has some, some way to go. Um, but skill wise, like he's, he's there. I think that like, uh, if he, um, has a, like a year, maybe next year, like if he wins some tournaments and stuff like that, and he, and he becomes more vocal and he learns the ins and out of the game, I think he'll be unstoppable. And, um, I think the dodgeball will, will be his last where he can do it, what he wants. But, um, I just, I like, I'm just super proud of the way he performed this weekend. I, I hope he's proud as well because, um, he did what needed to be done, you know. He he, he played great. Nice. Um, and then there's a uh, Matt Levine. He's one of he's one of the people that I counted out from for cloth because I'm pretty sure he'll make the foam team. Um, he's been elected on the bubble the past um, few World Championships, um, but I think this is his year, and I think he's going to shine. Um, Miles Gardner. Um, I love playing with this guy. He's super talented. He's one of the most athletic players um, I've ever met in the sport. Um, he has not had the opportunity to play cloth that much, and he made that perfectly clear because <laughs> you didn't you didn't really know how to catch the ball. Like the ball was coming towards him, and he was like, "Oh, I don't know what to do with that ball." Like if it was a, a foam ball or something like that, he'd know what to do. But with the cloth, he hasn't really had an opp opportunity to um to play that much. So he was kind of um. He was learning on the job, but um, skill-wise, like like I said, he's super athletic. So his throw is 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 crazy. His dodge is um, dodging capabilities are better than I feel like almost anybody. Like he 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 moves super quick. Like maybe he's better fit for um for foam because he's hard to hit, and his throw in foam is like it's amazing. So he's one of the young guys that I feel might be better suited for foam. And I think if he were to make the US foam team, then he would be a great fit. Um, Nico Nadal, um, old school player, we all know Nico. Um, he played on, I didn't see him on Sunday. I don't know what happened if like our teams just never met or if he was just so quiet, I didn't see him. But like, um, there's nothing that Nico can't do. He can throw, he can catch, he's smart. He's one of the most clutch players I've ever played against. Um, I think that if he is, like I said, I, I didn't him in cloth, so I don't know what happened, but if like if if he's if his preferred ball style is is cloth, I think that he has a very strong chance to make the team and he'll he'll be a great asset to the squad. Robbie um Weber, he's been playing in LA. Um monster throw, um, elite catcher. Um, it's a super solid player. Um, I know he just, he came for cloth. He didn't get the, I don't think he got, got the call for, for phone, hmm. but he's, um, a, a solid player. I think he would be uh, an amazing pickup. Um, yeah. Um, same with, uh, Robert, Robert, Ma, I'm going to butcher your name too. Like, I love you do, but Mark Carrion. Sounds right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> He's also one of the players that um 
came in the or went into the uh, quarantine in the pandemic as a as a what was as a caterpillar and came out as a butterfly. <laughs> that is his transformation, and I think that was largely due to uh, working with uh, Andy from uh, Team Mexico. Um, he just got super chiseled. Um, I'm super proud of of his transformation. Um, he's a beautiful person, inside and out, super handsome. Um, and uh, his throw is is very good. Like um, it's misleading. Like he doesn't look like a guy who can go out there and, and throw with the best of them, but he can. And he can also catch with the best of them. He can dodge with the best of them. Um, he what I think he learned out there on Sunday was like um, his dodgeball IQ is still maybe not at the level of Team USA, but it's like it's almost there. Um, if he were to get the call to play on Team USA, I know he would work super hard to get to the level that is needed to be um, a great asset to Team USA. Um, so I would not be surprised if he got called up for, um, to represent the team for, for cloth. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Ruan. Chapel, um, he's like one of my favorite players, dude. Like, he's he's just he's just so damn good, and he's it's hard to tell what he's doing. Like, he'll go up and punt fake, and you 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 go and you throw at him, and like you you're sure you got him dead to rights, and like the second you let go of that ball, like he was already looking at you from the corner of the eye, corner of his eye, and then like he just squares up and he doubles you up. And it's just like he'll he's just defeat you and like give a smirk and just go back to his corner. He's just like he's so he's such a good player and like it's just it's hard to read him. Um, on Sunday, which was super impressive to me, was he was catching the pitch back and just destroying people, like full head of steam, destroying people, knocking them on their asses. Like um, I, I didn't know he had that kind of progression, and I was just super super impressed. Because he can throw, he can catch, he's smart. Like all of those those abilities, he's already elite. And then you put this cloth ball in his hand on the rush and he's just destroying people. So like I would be surprised if he did not get the call to be on Team USA on, on the cloth team. And I know he's going to shine. Um, the other person who surprised me was Tyree Frazier. This guy is, he's a specimen, like he's hes just super talented. His throw was beastly. His catch was beastly and he can dodge uh, very similar to Miles, but he's smart too. Hmm. Like very similar to Juan, like he's super aggressive and um, he was just picking people apart. Like he, he definitely shot. I played with them one time at nationals, but this was different. I don't I don't know what it was if it was the the altitude or or what dude but like this guy he showed out and um I hope the guy he makes the squad because he's gonna be tremendous um Von Kelly from Texas um quiet player but like he's he plays smart like you had him on your panel and listening to him talk he doesn't talk that much but when you had him on the panel I was like this dude is smart yep He's super smart. Like he knows the game inside and out. And um his throws are super smart too. Like he'll wait to like 
you sneeze or like look at a fly or something and then like he'll get you he'll hit you in the toe like he's just super sneaky um i told him when i was playing on his team like if someone throws a single ball at you like that's automatically a catch and he's like yeah i know because like i caught you twice because <laughs> i threw at him alone thinking that like i can crush him he, he just gobbled me up so um one of the best one of the best catchers super smart um the we're not going to be negative so i'm not going to say that he should be dodging when he's trying to catch me sometimes i'm not going to say that <laughs> totally, yeah totally fine don't need to go there <laughs> <laughs> but um he would be an amazing asset to the to the cloud team um he's just he's a veteran and like i said he'll catch anybody like if he's the last player in against four people like i know he's bringing the next person in um william helped me out here bethard 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 he played on he plays with with uh with chris um super solid dude he's an amazing player like he his dodging ability and his catching ability are they're just they're they're amazing and, and he's one of the reasons why um his team is always so good um he doesn't look like uh like if you were to picture like you know team usa like the best athletes in america he doesn't look like that but he could play like that and um he played amazingly this weekend and um dude i, I would be honored to play with him on team usa man i hope i hope he makes it and um i already talked about dakota and i think that's the um the last on my list it was long but like i wanted to to shine on on, on everybody that i that I saw out there because you know it's um there was a lot of new faces and it was it was it was great to see and the the sport needs it like it's sad to see a lot of the OGs um not show up for Team USA but like you said it was great to see new faces and they all um they took advantage of the situation and they played great so I am super excited to see the roster when it comes out I gotta um tip my hat to all the scouts you know Brett Mark Jeremy Frankie G um and the women too. Um, Jake, he 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 he's the best at what he does. Like the the venue was was great. The hotel was great. Um, Brett Cobble was there. I don't know where he came from. I haven't seen that guy in a long time. <laughs> Missouri. Um, he just uh, in just the neighborhood, I guess. <laughs> yeah, his wife let him out the house. It was crazy. And um, the media team is is killing it. Like the videos are making are are superb. Um, it's cool to see that uh, USA Dodgeball is finally out there um, getting their social media game um, together. You know, I'm, I'm I'm like I do a lot of work on on TikTok and I'm always tagging Team USA, but they're like there's no there really hasn't been anyone responding or, or talking to people out there because like I'm getting a lot of questions like how do I how do I get into the sport? I'm like well you gotta check the USA Dodgeball website and I'll tag them. On, on on TikTok or Instagram, and now they're putting content out there and they're responding. And it's, I think, uh, USA Dodgeball is it's in good shape. I'm excited about for the for the future. Yeah, me too. I think it's um, just just thinking and not trying to be bitter or take anything away. It's just, you know, if we didn't have the pandemic or 2021, imagine where we'd be two years from now or what have you. But uh, at least it's still it's it's back. It's on the right track, and it's only a matter of time before we get to to greater heights um 
real quick though, you, you briefly mentioned Kime and Kyle Sander. Was was Kyle there? I was not there. Um, okay. I'm not sure what happened, but um, yeah, it was super unfortunate to not see him there because he's an amazing talent. Yeah, um, definitely. I don't, I don't think that his, for lack of a better term, like his absence was, was excused. So I don't think he has a chance to to make the squad this year. But he's young. And I know he'll have a lot of other opportunities to to make the team and to shine in dodgeball, and I know he'll he'll step up. Gotcha. Well, it's a it's a good thing if you know. It, I know you, you're coming at this as uh, as greedy events, but at the same time, like you want that you want a list of the best players who all bring something to the table, and it should be a hard decision if the scouts did their job correctly, which sounds like they did, and. I'm just going to echo what you said, man. It's uh, good luck to them. And it's, it's going to be a, uh, I don't want to say stressful, but it, it's going to be a tough choice, but for all the good reasons. So very curious to see how, how it pans out and definitely appreciate you spending some time highlighting everybody because to, to even get to this level, it's definitely worthy of some kudos and um, that really alleviates some of my concern in the um, predictions with with dylan is we're not trying to overlook people by any means so being able to kind of pick a couple of highlights from every, every single player was was awesome and i really hope i get to do the same thing with uh with brie tomorrow for the for the women because uh just just by rights of being here they definitely deserve praise and, and some kudos so appreciate you taking the time to I do agree. that man yeah i appreciate the opportunity to talk about the sport i love and um and the combine which i feel went so well so <clears throat> Like, sure. like just like you i'm excited for the future i can't wait to see what happens yep awesome man well i'm also excited for this season i'm excited to get back into the swing of things uh sergio did a fantastic job um carrying the the podcast in my stead and, and getting us into new international scopes but i i really miss just sitting down with people and talking for hours about dodgeball and, and going into those rabbit holes and i definitely want to do that with you um in the near future but um before we wrap up, is there any other final thoughts or, or things you want to leave us with for, for this episode? Um, not really. Um, I think I covered it all, man. Um, I know well, there's bit, there's one thing, um, I, I probably should talk about it earlier. Um, I've been pretty active on uh, social media, putting videos out on, on TikTok and, and Instagram and whatnot. And, um, I, I, I've heard from, from the USA organization that um, some of the videos uh, haven't been received as well by some of the, the community. And um, if I have like, if I, do you feel like, like bullied or anything like that? Like, please let me know. Like, that's not my intent with my videos. I'm trying to put a spotlight on, on dodgeball and, um, after talking with the uh, you know USA dodgeball and like trying to fit like they're talking about what the sport how it should be represented in uh, in social media and stuff like that, um, like I I've, I've sat back and I thought about it and um, I've I've kind of catered my uh, my content to to put a better spotlight on the sport, but like if if you feel that um, I have slighted you or any way please come talk to me like, I'm not. I'm not going to try and get even with you or anything like that. Like to know me is to, is to know me. And um, I'm only trying to bring light to uh to dodgeball because it's, it's super important to me and it's super important to, to everyone 
that plays it and not everyone knows how special the sport is. So um, with my platform, I'm, I'm going to try and um, do my best to, to paint the husband in the best light. So um, talk to me, like, you know, um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm approachable. I feel just like, let me know how you feel. And, and, um, if you want to work with me to make some more content, I would love to do so. Um, dodgeball is the best sport ever played and um, the more eyes we have on it, the better. So that's that. Nice. Yeah, well said, man. That's, I will say something like the, the way you portray your content, it's, we're, we're trying to, I don't want to say we as in, I'm doing it myself, but generally we in the dodgeball community want people to see it. We want people to see the hits, the catches, the hype, the energy and the excitement because that's what brings the initial attention. That's what gets you you know, on all these shows, that's what gets you mentioned in Wall Street Journal. And, you know, there, there's a little bit of a um, flair to it, right? And yeah. um, I totally see that. And, you know, I do feel a little slighted when I see Doom wiping out Team Evil in like 19 seconds. That really sucks. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. That was, it was 10 seconds. Oh, yes. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it just tells me, well, you know what? that was a big deal at the time because we were actually a good team and we just kind of crapped the bed and you know, whatever it happens, happens, but it, happens. it just yeah. shows how crazy dodgeball can be. And everybody's different. And, but, um, I, I, I just agree with you, man. I, I don't think it, people, I don't, I don't think you're doing this with intent to hurt people's feelings. And if they just talk to you, you know, you, you can understand where, where everybody's coming from and it'll be fine. But I will say, man, um, that one video, um, it's a highlight video it starts with you doing a suicide and that has been shared by people who are like thrice removed from my social circles, like a distant <laughs> uncle, a distant cousin, a friend I worked with like 20 years ago. In fact, I tagged you in them just, just, just to prove that you're a real person and I actually know you. And it was hilarious. Cause I, I, I think you were doing this on purpose. You're like, I, I, who's this guy? I'm like, really? Thanks, thanks man. <laughs> But uh, it's it's working. In other words, um, to to go like to people who know I play dodgeball and ask if I've heard of you, that's saying a lot. Like that's that yeah. just shows it's showing up on their content feed. It's it's showing up in their algorithms, and they're excited to share it with me, saying, "Hey, have you seen this?" I'm like, "Yeah, I was actually at that tournament. Like I I saw that firsthand." So <laughs> yeah, the guy lit me up in in 2010. Yeah, I I know the guy. So it's I mean it's working. But um, yeah, I'm just leave it at that man. So. Definitely yeah, appreciate I mean, the content. I'm, yeah, I'm going into uncharted territories, and that is, I have, I have, um, I have a responsibility to to paint the sport in a in a great light. Like like you said, people want to see the dodgeball equivalent to a slam dunk, which is you know headshots and stuff like that. But do you want to be the person who is going viral for being hit in the head? You know, like probably not. Yeah, and um. You know, like the whole thing about headshots, like it's, I, I saw my, my wife got hit in the head and she, like, she got concussed and to, and to see what she had to go through after the headshot, after the whistle and blew and everybody had gone home, it, it made me realize like, you know, the highlight is, it's not really a highlight because, you know, someone might've gotten hurt, you know? Yeah. So that's like it's it's kind of, you know, painting a picture of of what um people have gotten hurt doing. You know, there's a lot of people who have who've been concussed, who have, you know, lost vision and, and stuff like that from, from being hit in the head. And um, you know, when they see that and they see it celebrated, it it, it hurts them and um 
it's a it's a it's a it's a fine line to um to walk especially when there's there's only a few of us who are um you know putting content out there on the regular for um so many eyes to see so i'm walking that line i'm trying to um walk with integrity and um at the same at the same time you know give the the public things that they would like to see about dodgeball and, and bring them in you know um one of the things I'm doing now is like uh, I'm 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 playing a play. I'm showing a play. You know, maybe if someone gets hit in the chest, the ball pops up, someone else catches it. But after three balls of throwing, people have got hit, and I'll pause it, and I'm like, okay, but who's out? Yep. Then people come in and they're guessing. Oh, this A and B are out because that ball was still alive, and our our A is is out because someone's. A lot of people say like, if you get hit with the ball and it flies up someone else has to catch it like that's a rule that a lot of people are playing with in uh in school i don't understand it i don't know where it came from but it's dumb and i hate it so i'm letting people know like that's dodgeball is not only a real sport but like these are the rules in which we play it so when you see us on these highlights and you see us in the live stream you'll understand the rules in which we play so um that has been really successful for me because it's getting people um you know talking about the rules because once they come back and they see my the third or fourth video, they know the rules from the first video that they watched, and then they're correcting people on it. So which that has been um, super cool. So that's kind of the content that um, that I'm trying to to push out there right now, and it's um this is doing pretty well. Yeah, those are those are fun. You you did one where um you threw at somebody or or somebody threw, and the guy blocked it into the throw's territory and he caught it. And you're like, is this a catch? And I was like, you know, watching my phone. I was like, yeah, if we're playing NDL style. And uh, sure enough, that was like, I think you you or somebody responded like, in some rules, that's a catch, but it's not supposed to be. And I was like, oh wow, this is actually kind of cool. Like those are those yeah. are fun. I enjoy those. So yeah, yeah. So but, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing those because that's getting the conversation started about dodgeball. If people are talking about dodgeball, then we're winning. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about dodgeball, we're winning, and you know, you may not always get it right, and if you don't, then if you're willing to adjust or listen, like, what else can you do, man? So, yeah, yeah. awesome. All right, man. Well, I think uh, we'll do is we'll go ahead and wrap the the interview there. All right, so that was a really thorough um, look into the the cloth division with a little bit of bleed into foam for the the men men's combine that took place this past weekend and thank you so much vince for for taking the time to not only kind of show me share with me your experience um to help add upon you know the discussion i had with dylan but also to to spend some time discussing every single player and and how they stuck out to you um as i've mentioned in the closing with my interview with dylan we understand it's it's two people's perspectives, very limited, um, and also very West Coast biased. And you know, looking at this roster, seeing all these new names, and seeing more representation from other regions, um, we really want to do that justice. Uh, we really want to do that justice. And the only way to do that is to basically just have people volunteer their time, come on, and, and speak their input. And uh, really appreciate that. And um, you know, hopefully, the next segment with the women's um, is is just as successful. And, you know, when it comes to pre-caps, recaps, hypotheticals, everything that we got in store for this season, um, just want to say, take it with a grain of salt, but you're always more than welcome to, to hop on and give your, your input, especially if we got something just, you know, grossly wrong or, or, or you just wanted to be 
showcased in a different light, but um, at the risk of rambling, like I'm slowly getting back into the habit of, I'm gonna leave it there. Uh, if you're tuning in, thanks for doing so. Have a good uh, rest of your evening, a good rest of your week, a good weekend, and we'll see you next time.